Welcome to Real Money Talks. Real strategies from the money makers and the world changers that you can use to make millions, keep those millions, multiply your wealth, and build your team. Here's your host, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View, Laurel Langmire. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Laurel Langmire's weekly market awareness update. Very happy to have you here across the planet on all of our social channels, as well as our podcast, realmoneytalks.com. Happy to have you here and happy to be continuing our theme of luck versus intention. It is March. St. Patrick's Day is going to be here soon. And as always, talking about what it means to change your conversation towards money, towards being successful and understanding that it is an intention on your behalf and not just the luck of the draw. Uh, as always, want to know where people are coming from. would love to have you put into the chat boxes, the comments on the thread online, where you're coming from and what is your biggest intent towards money in 2021? Uh, Laurel, as we have you come on, we do try to have this be interactive. So as we have questions, we will feed them uh, from time to time. But how are we doing today, ma'am? I'm amazing, and I'm looking for our chatters. There we go. Sherry James, South Texas. Hopefully, we're seeing uh, those of you, if I uh, watch you jump on, Gene Hess from Chicagoland. Mel, awesome. Glad you're back. I knew you took a little hiatus, so Mel, make sure you text me so we can get you all started properly. Kelly Owens. Uh, So those of you in the big table, remember, we are meeting here in Reno, Nevada, the 29th and 30th. And uh, boy, have we organized a real estate tour like none other education in five categories. So typically when we do a real estate tour, it's usually for like in Boise, it was very much about development and building in Kansas was rehabs. When we were in the Ozarks, it was a fund and Airbnb. This one ready for this ready. This is like an all-star lineup. We have student housing. We have small food franchise. How do you buy the buildings? of Burger King, Kentucky Fried Chicken, Dutch Brothers Coffee. Like, how do you be that person? A lawyer, right? How do you structure very creative deals the way we do deals? And security law. A lot of you uh, that don't understand real estate have securities, not real estate, and there are huge transactional differences. Then we're going to talk about solar, specifically to smart homes, to actually going out to see a manufacturing facility of some of the newest technology in home building. So never been seen before. Super excited. And yes, I mean, Anita, the truth is all you Canadians, you, you know, you can travel. If you head back through Calgary, it's probably your easiest bet, but then you got to head back out of there because you only have a very short uh, quarantine period. You have a weekend to do it. They'll do the 24, 48 hour test instead of the rest of the country. So you can do it if it, you know, really, 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 really was important. So uh, super excited to see all of you. Make sure you put that on your calendar. Again, 2930 is a big table in Reno. 31st will be Reno and then out to Silver Springs to a manufacturing facility. So we have that all set up for you. Super excited. The other thing is, and Thomas, talk about luck and intention. Talk about this month's campaign a little bit more. Again, tomorrow St. Patty's Day. For those of you who are Irish, um, I don't know what you say, like congratulations, green beer toast, whatever you know, you're supposed to say, because I'm not. I'm very German. So Thomas, talk a little bit about our campaign, and then we're going to jump into today's intention conversation. 
Absolutely. So right now, during the month of March, we have our Luck versus Intention campaign. If you go to asklaurel.com slash lucky, you'll be given the chance to enter into a contest where you could win $15,000 towards coaching packages uh, from here at Integrated Wealth Systems. Uh, so the process is very simple. Go ahead and go to asklaurel.com slash lucky, register, and then start socially sharing the link to the contest. The way the contest works is very simple. The person who gets the most points will win the prize. How do you get points, you ask? Well, you fill out the form and you send it to other people. The more people that you refer, the more people that you have registered, and the more people that they have registered, you get more points for. And at the end of the time for the contest, the person with the most points will get $15,000 towards coaching packages. Very simple, very easy to get into uh, and, and help, again, spread our conversation about helping people change their conversation towards money. Absolutely. And wherever you are in the world, there's a variety of stimulus packages and in some countries it is over. So at the end of the day, it is back to being an entrepreneur. What are you going to do about it? I mean, you can look for employment. uh, And even if you have employment, you want to be an entrepreneur or you will miss all the tax advantages. It's amazing to me how many times you hear that, but you're not listening. So if your intent is to truly be an entrepreneur, have additional streams of uh, income, have an ability to reduce your taxes, you have to get incorporated. you got to be an entrepreneur. So uh, we're going to continue that conversation with all of you to help you out as uh, we move through this. I mean, right now, there are so many ways to make money. I keep uh, calling this the most indiscriminate crash we've ever seen. A few things I want to handle in the chat before we start our self-management intention conversation. Gene has said, want a product in three to four weeks, that means you are going to the marketplace. All of you, if you've been to the marketplace, you do not get to go again. And uh, Steve is listening on the other side. Be really rigorous with our team about next week. Um, You need to be in the graduate marketplace and you need to pre-sell. So you don't wait three or four weeks, Gene, to have your product. You pre-sell the product. You ask people what they really want in the product to make sure it's what they want. So you know you're nailing the, the fulfillment. So all of you need to have a pre-order. You need to be pre-selling on a daily basis. Money needs to be coming into your account regularly. So if not, we've got to ramp up the system, not the thing that you're selling. So again, next week, we will be doing another marketplace. Uh, will be uh, That's two in January, two in February, two in March. April, we're only having one large one, April 15th and 16th. Every time we do one, though, graduates, you need to be in there selling. There's a complete disconnect if you come to a coaching call and say, I need to make money and you weren't at the marketplace because all of you have an ability for 399 bucks for a lifetime. That is still the price for fast cash lifetime and graduate marketplace lifetime to be out there. So uh, we will always have graduate marketplaces. Even if we go down to once a month as we head into 2022, I doubt it. It's just a place where you're going to make money, but you got to show up for it. So with that, let's turn our attention to the luck and intention conversation. So for those of you, again, just joining us, luck and intention was the conversation for a five-week period. So it is the five-week, really, because we're also moving this to a podcast, five-week series. We talked a lot about just luck and intention in the first week. Last week, we talked about the... IQ, financial IQ, your EQ, if you haven't read emotional intelligence, what does it take psychologically to stand? And now today, uh, part three, if you're watching this on our Laurel's Real Money Talks, and Thomas, if you want to put in the link, but Laurel's Real Money Talks is a podcast. Uh, We don't need you to actually download from IWS where I need you to download it. 
is from one of the app stores. So go to iTunes, go to the app store, download my podcast through that. So it counts, uh, makes a huge difference to uh, us. And uh, you will see the first two podcasts that went out in the last two weeks. This one will be re-aired this week. So let's talk about this. So luck and intention, like what's really going on in your luck and intention? So again, we started with your emotional IQ. We started a lot with the expression of your power. Um, we're going to talk about self-management. So self-management is in every one of my books. So again, those of you that are that are joining us as part three of a five-part, what is a, a podcast and a view of luck and intention. Most people live their life with luck. And uh, I was just looking through some of my work and some of my great, you know, great greats work. And uh, I love Timothy, Timothy Ferris. He said, you know, people choose unhappiness over uncertainty. And I think that's so true. You know, another one, Zig Ziglar, right? It was character that got us out of bed, commitment that moved us into action, discipline that enabled us to follow through. So what we're talking about when we're talking about luck and intention, I mean, intention is like it's not negotiable. Right. And so you take intention and you overlay what we call self-management. And it's in every one of my books. When we talk about leadership, I always talk about a few skills. I talk about the capacity to be a leader, which we're going to talk about that as we continue through our five-week series. We talk about self-management, which we're going to have a deeper conversation today. And then next week, future pacing. So self-management It's your ability, I'm going to say, to compartmentalize. So those of you who have a pen and paper, I mean, what I want you to start doing is to really put your life into compartments. Now, all that being said, we also know, you know, and you also know if you've been listening to our conversation, is you don't have a a personal life and a professional life when you're in this life called being an entrepreneur, a wealth builder. I mean, that's what we're about, being a very successful six to seven figure entrepreneur with that money, becoming a wealth builder, becoming a millionaire. We have never varied. We don't divert at all from this conversation. We have a matrix that shows you exactly how to do it. You have to step in. I think I told you last week that the first week of March, two of our students in less than 18 months became, I'm sorry, three of our students became millionaires uh, because they were intentional about doing it. They took advantage of this opportunity, this volatile market to do it. So a lot of you, you're still wandering. You're still, you know, as Timothy says, you're still in uncertainty instead of deciding. I mean, so being decided. We talk a lot about being decided. Decided is you're done. You have an intention. It's what you're going to do. You're not wavering around. You're not sitting in uncertainty. Right. But think about it. Are you choosing, like Tim said, unhappiness to be miserable and whining and crying and being a victim? And is that the posture you're taking in your life or are you truly wanting to get intentional? So here's some techniques to get intentional. So self-management at its core is compartmentalizing. This will be some of the most rigorous work you ever do with yourself. So it is not emotional right? Non-emotional. So let's just say, and I'm going to use real examples. This past weekend, one of our teammates, uh, her best friend died in the middle of the night in her 30s, right? And she's in the middle of a very, well, she's in the middle of our market, very intense event for us. And for her and her family, it makes a big difference. So I was coaching around self-management, which is you got to like, think about putting it in a box, right? I coached athletes on how to do this. So whatever's going on emotionally or distracting you, any of your attention. You've got to think about putting things into boxes, not to ignore them, but out of respect, you carve that part out and you say, I'm going to put it on the shelf and I'm going to come back, right? You're not leaving it. You're not ignoring it, but you're coming back to it. A lot of you, let's, I mean, think about it another way. You have to like show up for a meeting, 
a very critical meeting and like you had all sorts of meltdown happen, whatever your, your kids, your animal, your car broke down, whatever happened, right? The, the, the show still must go on. So think about those moments where you have to perform. You have to get in front of Zoom, whatever you're doing, like I'm doing right now. You've got to get it together and you have to perform as if that chaos, that distraction, whatever that noise in is your life is not happening. The only way that I know how to teach you is extraordinary self-management, which means you're going to not bottle it up and choke it. That is a horrible metaphor. I know a lot of people say, just bottle it up and suck it up. No, you're actually going to identify it honor and acknowledge it, put it in a box and say, I'm coming right back. But the rest of my life needs me now. See, this is where you are learning to have it all at the exact time you want it. This isn't about balance. I don't teach balance, right? To me, balance is the scale. And when you're actually balanced, you're stagnant. So the last damn thing I want you is stagnant. And the, and the, the idea of I'm going to have a balanced life assumes that you're going to have it all at once. Balance would mean in the eight areas that we teach, you're going to have Everything perfect with your kids, your significant relationship, your personal development, your money. Like it's all going to be perfect at once. It's not. It's never going to be like that. But you can have it all in the moment you have it. So that's what I'm teaching you. In the moment that you have it, that all-star performance that you've got to get up and get ready for. And as Tony Robbins would say, get in state for, be committed to the action of that moment. Everything else has to be put into whatever. If you don't like the, the metaphor of a box, come up with something else. Put it into a star. Anita's out there, our amazing astrologer. Put it into a star and throw it up for a little moment. You're going to go get it back. Because what you cannot do is bottle it up, box it up, and never deal with it. That is not what I'm suggesting. I'm talking about momentarily creating the most extraordinary revenue-producing intentional day of your life, which means all cylinders are on fire. You're in command of every hour of the highest efficiency. And not having these big, you know, allowed breaks. What you're going to notice about energy when you really like decide to learn it is that energy creates energy creates energy. So it's why we tell you to compartmentalize and time block. If you're listening to other parts of uh, the work I've taught, time block specific categories. So technique number one is to compartmentalize. And I'm going to say kind of put it up on the shelf, but go back to it and clean it up and clear it out. This isn't about stacking up a whole bunch of stories and a whole bunch of noise so you stay confused. It's this we're talking self-management is in the moment performance. It is for today, you're going to have the best revenue producing day, which means everything has to be, like I said, in check, which means your team has to be in front of you. We're going to talk about future pacing next week when you should be paced out. Um, I forgot his name. Oh, man, it's been so many years. He doesn't run Remax anymore, but he ran Remax when I met him with Bob Proctor years ago. And I'll never forget. It's actually when I came up with the word future pacing. He had every day for 365 days mapped. His team consumed his time. I mean, there are days where I had half a year easily designed. I knew which continent I would be in. I knew which show would be we would be doing. I knew where we needed to be. The team said flights book. That's future pacing. That is designing your life so far in the future that your team can actually keep up because they know where you're going. All right, that's next week. So again, if you're out and needing to learn this, make sure you show up next week is future pacing. The week after will be our finale of our five weeks, which will be entrepreneurial leadership at its highest core. How do you lead as an entrepreneur? And it sure doesn't look like an employee at all. Right, It's leading at a level that most of you aren't comfortable telling people what to do. And that is leading as an entrepreneur and very different as a manager because you don't have a paycheck to hold to their head. You have a contract and there's a very different uh, energetic relationship. 
So back to you and self-management. Number one is to compartmentalize, right? And then there's this get in state in the moment, like be super clear when you're in the moment, when you self-manage of what your intentions are. So think about self-management like the ultimate commitment, the ultimate meeting. You have one hour to enroll. I hate the word convince, but I'm going to use it because some of you will get, you to get more of it to influence someone to do something. So let's think about that being in state moment. So when you're in state, you are in total influence. So what that means when you're self-managing, think about a, a big ask, tell ask, because you all know the work is how do you go from where you are now to that place you need to end in 45 minutes to an hour? And you're being extremely directive and self-management is just that. It's managing the, the information. It's managing having it all. It's giving it all in that moment and not having any deflection of, I got to get back to that thing. I got to get back to that thing. Or worse, some of you have no self-management skills and you let the emotion of the day or the theme of the day take over your day and you wonder why you don't have revenue producing days. So when you're serious about your personal development, your self-management, your finances, it's not negotiable, right? If you go back to our marketplace, that you're going to go get 21 names and two sales. And there will be nothing that's going to distract you from that in your day. You say, yeah, but there's all sorts of other things. Well, that's up to you. Self-management is saying, yes, I'm going, it's, it's an and. Yes, I, and I'm going to deal with that new distraction that just came into the day, right? And there's going to be all sorts of things that push into your day. Self-management is having enough team and systems and structure that you stay on track you stay self-managed to get what you want at all cost. And you don't allow all this variance and fluidity of uncertainty. And really, as you know, Tim Ferriss says, and at the end of the day, you just remain unhappy. So let me give you a few techniques to self-manage. So again, uh, commitment is moving into action. Discipline is the follow-through. And a lot of you don't have discipline, which is why you don't have results. So I'm just going to go down. How do you create self-management? Number one, you're going to compartmentalize, right? You're going to learn to be in state, right? So if I'm in a selling space, I want to sell hour after hour after hour because the energy is going to create more and more energy and I'm going to get better throughout the day. Same with actually facilitating teaching, right? You're going to get better because the momentum is going to build. Some of you energetically don't time block at all. So you're doing sales in one minute, you're doing marketing another minute, you're making lunch in your kitchen another minute, right? And then you're running around doing your kids driving around another minute. Like you've got so many different energetic tasks in a day, you get to the end of the day and say, why didn't I get it done? Because you didn't self-manage it. I watch families. It's so interesting to watch people say, well, you know, like I just had this experience over the weekend. The one person says, so, so what should we do? The other person says, I don't know. Well, well, what should we do? I don't know. What do you think we should do? This went on for like 10 freaking minutes. It's like, why don't one of you just decide? Think about how many interactions of indecision you allow and tolerate because you're not self-managing your space, your state, your environment. So we're talking about another level of efficiency. I'm going to say most people don't live at and they wonder why. It's remarkable. I'm just going to say it this way. Why people can look back in my life and say, why do you get so many results? Because I drive them. I'm intentional about them. I micro minute into my day to make sure I have the most efficient thing. And the other thing that I do, and I learned this from Glenn Morshower, is I'm absolutely the first to adjust my day. As I look at my day and think, what's going to be the most efficient day today? 
and we talked in the last two weeks about sequencing, is if today is not important, I'll look at somebody out here. So Marlon, right? Marlon's becoming a partner. Let's just say that I had something come up with Mel. Also use your names out here on the chat. And Marlon and I had a meeting, but I know that if the meeting didn't happen to Marlon and I today, but I could push it to Thursday, there would be no difference in the result, right? Nothing is going to harm it, reduce it, or make it less than. It's just today. There's a different thing that actually did come up, and it's my self-management, my knowledge, my awareness, that's going to put Mel in a priority 10, 15, 20 minutes and move Marlin. And a lot of you do not do that. You just stick rigorously to your schedule. Your schedule might have been booked on your calendar link two, three weeks ago. If it's not important, it's not important today. See, in a lot of you, you're more you're more critical about staying to your perfection or to your schedule than to what's important in knowing how to sequence it. And you say, well, how do I know how to sequence it? There's a direct correlation to a result, to your checkbook, to an investment, to a deal, to something moving forward in your life. And a lot of you say, well, how do I start knowing that? Engage in another level and be around us. I mean, notice how rigorous my whole world knows. My whole, that works for like very, very closely on our team, knows very rigorously. We may start a day with a certain thing and other things as they move in because of time sensitivity will get moved. They'll all get done. The other thing I want to just mention around self-management, and again, this would require you to have a team, is do you have to be the person doing it all? Or can you delegate to other people to do more so you can self-manage what's the highest, best use of your time? Write that down. What is the highest, best use of your time? And how many of you still aren't hiring enough support so you can do the highest, best use of your time to get the largest result? Okay, so here's a little structure. So number one, um, I'm just going to kind of give you like a six, seven, you know, step self-management. Number one, these are habits of success. So I want you to write this down. Self-management is a habit of success. Only successful people do it, right? You start self-managing, your household will change, your, your relationship to your kids and their structure of their life and success will change. By the way, how you do anything is how you do everything. I love that's a Randy Tate quote. I don't think he really made it up, but he uses it all the time if you've been around. But how you do anything is how you do everything and your kids emulate everything you do. So don't think that they're blindly watching. People will look at my kids that will just naturally lead and say, well, how did they do that? Where did you teach them? What camp did you go to? It's like uh, Camp Laurel. We traveled around the world. This was our family. We didn't make this up. The situations that they were required to be in, the dinners with with leaders of the world they were required to be in, they, they know how to sit. They know how to behave. They know how to engage in conversation and not sit and pout. It is up to you, parents. You, you know, like this later part of my life, you know, that's where we're getting to. Like, it's just, it's critical. Habits of success, make self-management a habit of success. Not like to an OCD world level. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking more use of intuition and knowing that sequencing your day and sequence will sequence your result. So part of it is just developing personal pride. You hear me say a lot, your PB, your personal best. Be your personal best. Set a goal bigger than your personal best. Set an intention bigger than your personal best. This part drives my husband crazy because we are in the middle of a lot of projects and development. Coming into this, this end of the month, though, like this real estate tour has become so phenomenal. Yeah, I'm taking on some more projects. And people say, well, how do you do it? Because I'm taking on more teammates. How do you do that? Self-manage the capacity that we're taking, which means you got to increase your team. 
So I hope you guys are understand. This is one of the most critical things. And then people say, where was I taught it? I was mentored by amazing mentors in these categories. And it's a lot of practice, I'm going to call it, day after day after day. And my, my son's football coach, probably one of the greatest sayings I've ever said, which is, you know, practice isn't required, but playing isn't either. I'm going to apply that to your life and success. You don't want to practice successful behaviors. You don't want to practice what it takes to be disciplined and get you know results in your life. You can't just show up one day unless you're in less lottery tickets your way of doing it and just assume it's all going to get laid down in your lap. Hence the problem I have with a lot of this unemployment. I don't know how many people I've heard on unemployment say they love this life of freedom. I'm like, uh, you mean the life of lazy? Uh, I'm sorry, the world needs a hell of a lot of help right now. A lot of help. And there's not a category it doesn't need help in and get to the playing field and help. And if you don't know what to do, I'm sure I could figure out what to do in about one minute to put your skill set to work. That's self-managing. I'm doing this too. You remember I teach concurrently. I do something to you and I'm telling you why I just did it. Some of you are way too passive in your life. You think things are just going to fall into place and go along. You know what? When you live intentionally, they will fall into place. Some of you might be seeing this as force. I'm talking about ultimate intention, which means energetically, spiritually, all of it lines up where actually you don't have to force it. That's the next level. All right. So you're going to have self-management become a habit of success. Have some personal pride and personal best in it. Be the person like this is the big stuff. Like when you really live by uh, and I say, especially those days where you really don't want to get up and self-manage, which, by the way, self-management also is having a no plan day. That's what we call it in our family is you just have a no plan plan day. You have no plans that day. So you get to just do what you want. Some of you live every day by that. So that's why you're not getting a financial result. So become the person, right, that you really want people to see. We talked a lot about it this last marketplace. We're going to keep that conversation in. It was sort of a new conversation, which is when people hear your name, what do they think of? Who do they think of? What do they think of? Are you that person yet? Right. Become that person that people can know, like and trust in a category instead of the a little bit of everything to everybody. And some of you, that's why you're also not successful. You spread too thin on things that don't make sense. Always stay attracted to only success opportunities. And I'm going to add another one, positive conversations. Notice how many conversations that you allow. Again, self-management, you allow the same story from people you've known for a while. You know that we always say, you know, your friends and family sometimes are your biggest enemy because some of you just, you allow the same conversation. Like if I have the same conversation, it's like moving on. What is the next conversation we can have? Because we've already had that one 10 times and either they're willing to do something about it or they're willing to not do something about it, but it is not your problem to be worried about it. Attract supportive people. Again, you know the, the, the circle of influence. So you're the only one who can attract not only supportive people, but I'm going to say accountable people who are going to hold you accountable to what it is you say your intentions are. Your relationships, you have to work on them collectively and mutually to make them stronger with more meaningful meaning and purpose, which means in self-management, does your key influence team know what you are really about? Does everyone on the team know your goals? Do they know how to hold you accountable to what you're doing to self-manage to your highest skill set? And overall, start giving yourself a little scale, like a scale of one to 10. Um, Dan Clark, who's a dear friend, I got to have Dan uh, come on one of our events sometime. He did a very cool thing. And I want you to write this down. 
because uh, he wrote about his art, his art of significance, but it has a lot to do with self-management and it has a lot to do with the gap analysis. So the gap analysis, just to give you a little refresher, remember it is designed with the baseline at the bottom and your freedom day, your goal, your intention at the top. So every day, another way to self-manage or to grow the muscle of self-managing is to notice your baseline. Like where are you each day and what are you wanting? Right. I can just tell you, I'm doing this to myself right now with my own health and healing. I have a whole journal of my healing, what's working, what's not working, what kills my energy during the day because of where I'm at in my healing process. I do the same thing I'm asking you to do, and I apply it in a variety of categories. So where are you and what do you want? And is there enough tension to get you moving? Right. And you have to say, well, if there's not enough tension, it's either one of two things. Your goal is too damn big and it's just so audacious. Like for those of you who don't have a lot or you're still like way, you know, in the sub hundred thousand air and you say you're going to be a year millionaire or do a million in a month. You're not either. Unless you are willing to lean in and do everything we say, I can tell just by your systems alone, not even the team or the lack of team, it would be a lottery ticket to get you there. And I don't say that because I'm taking your dream away. I just know it. Like I've, I've been doing this too long, right? So a lot of you, if the goal is too big, you're not going to be up and motivated because here will be your excuse. Well, I can get to it tomorrow. So notice if you're the, I can, you keep putting it off till tomorrow, the goal is usually too big. You got to live it like it has to happen today. So whatever your, your goal is, like there's certain things you have to do today that's going to affect tomorrow. There's things you have to do tomorrow that are going to affect the next day. And starting to notice those things that actually affect change are critical to you in self-management. So the gap also is not going to get you up if it's too easy. And then like throughout the day, you're like, yeah, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. I'll do it later. So not do it later like the next day, just later in the day. And again, you skip it. So notice like I'll get to it is a really bullshit excuse. It doesn't work. It doesn't keep you in the gap of tension that causes motivation. So ultimate self-management is knowing how to set things for your day that you're going to nail, how to compartmentalize your energy that, and when you're going to get back to it, to really calendar your day. By the way, next week, those of you who are serious about this five-week series, and I'll ask uh, Thomas and the team to put it together so it's really clearly and easily found in our podcast, one of five, that we will be doing this. But I'd come next week with a calendar. You should be journaling from, from week one, two, and now week three, and clearly week four, but next to, I mean, I mean, week five, but next week, come with the calendar. That is ultimate future pacing is coming with the calendar. And it is extraordinary activity that I'm going to ask you to do. All right. So to what Dan Clark wrote about in Art of Significance, that's similar to the gap. So if you put a scale of one to 10, similar, but a little different. So number one is like where there is no stretch. There's just nothing. So if you go one and then number 10 is like a snapping point, it's too big. In Dan's description of a gap, right, very similar, where, you know, it's too much or too little, where you really want to be is like in his model is like a seven, eight, nine, where you really want to be stretched, where you're being invigorated by the stretch. That's ultimate in our term self-management. So when you have no stretch, it's sort of like a strained get up. Right. So Dan would say like number two to five is like a strain and then you're going to kind of move into discomfort. So those of you that are starting self-management, notice that you're going to go through these phases. Notice that nothing gets you up. Notice that it's like not comfortable. Notice that you're uncertain or deciding, which is indecisive versus just moving through it. 
And how I would move through it, which is how I do do it, is I talk to people. Shocker. I know. Some of you might want to journal about it. Some of you might want to keep, you know, ongoing charts on your wall about it. But you are the only person that can determine what's significant to you, what's intentional to you, how you want to self-manage your life, what's going to be important about today that's going to get you up tomorrow. You've got to set these very intentional guidelines that are driven by your self-management. So again, compartmentalizing, time blocking your energy. We're going to get to using a calendar and being extremely flexible without blowing your whole day to get the most efficiencies out of your day. And we call it a scorecard in our company. So every person has a scorecard and like we're refining them month by month by month uh, of what they need to be done, what things cause things to get done, what cause things to not get done, and how do you do it? So in all areas of your life, you want to have self-management. You want to have it around, again, if you look at the eight areas that we've been teaching since New Year, New You, right? Obviously money, and it needs to be progressing. You need to be building that in. Your own development, your family, right? Your significant relationship, your physical environment. um, And if that's motivating to you or discomfort to you, or just some people just avoid all of it. Notice what you're avoiding. Your health, your spirituality, and your fun. So look at all the areas of your life. And again, bring a calendar that we're going to look at self-management and say, so from a a, a place of self-managing your life, are you getting all of the areas that you want? Are you getting them in the fullest capacity of your life? And what do you need to be doing next? So then what you would come up with is what are some of the actions that you need? So some things, again, I talk, I have a very tight, tight group of accountability partners, and it's very small, very inner circle, very small where we are very accountable and we hold each other to what's important and what's not important today. Part of accountability is noticing in the other person that you're helping hold accountable what they're avoiding, uh, what their stories are, what they're what I call back doors, you know, ways that they have excuses just to get out of things. So who is your tight circle? It should be your mastermind group if you're on the big table. Uh, it could be your coach. It could be a variety of people inside our community. Many of you, I'm your private coach. Whether you disclose that to me or not is up to you. And when we work on more of this, what I call personal development conversations, which is most of this month, it's about intention. We don't want you living your life by luck. It doesn't happen by chance. It doesn't happen by coincidence. There isn't any of that stuff. It happens by very intentional energy, which then is supported by structures called self-management and supported by structures next week called Future Pacing, and then by your leadership. So we're excited to uh, continue the dialogue. Um, I'm going to look through the little chat really quick to see if there any of you who have any questions or comments. I like uh, Amen, the real estate tour. The real estate tour is not a pitch fest, I can tell you. Uh, And by the way, the table isn't either, Ron. Um, And by the way, here's what I'm just going to really correct you. So if you think what we do is a pitch fest, join a bunch of other communities. And here's what I can guarantee you. We wouldn't give it to you if you didn't need it, right? We wouldn't give it to you if you didn't need it. You have to learn to make money. So if you've been to our show over and over and over and still haven't made money, I would say, why aren't you learning? And when you come to our big table, the conversation is extremely elevated at the table. And there's no pitch, but do you need an entity? Yes, 
Probably. So you will hear from Scott. Do you need insurance? Yes. So you will hear from Jason. If you don't want to buy anything, don't buy anything. Go down and go get your taxes done at H&R Block. I don't care. Good luck getting a tax return review of thirty dollars to $100,000. So you don't have to do anything, right? Our table is designed as a smorgasbord. Everything on it, I have consumed and bought. I've expected our multimillionaires to consume and buy or good luck. You're going to have to buy it somewhere. You're going to have to buy a trust. You're going to have to buy an entity. You're going to have to buy insurance. You're going to have to probably buy some other coaching. You're probably going to have to buy a VA. You're probably going to have to buy a housekeeper if you're doing everything we say. So no, I wouldn't say that we do pitch fest. We tell you and we give you what we need. If it's feeling like it, I would ask what you're not buying or what you still need. Um, and the real estate tour is five huge education points on what you might want. Uh, and will there be opportunities uh, potentially for multimillionaires and accredited investors? But the rest of you got to grow up to that and you got to make the money to do it. <laughs> Anita sat in COVID jail. That's funny. Not really funny at all. I, I, I so empathize with you Canadians. My husband is and uh, it's rough getting across there. Cheryl McBride, 100000 for you. End of the year. Easy goal. Easy goal. Thomas, if you want to jump back on anything uh, that you're kind of seeing or want to add to our conversation. And Ron, I would love to challenge you to just let one of our guys do your taxes for you. Just like a lot of our folks, we bring the best. And you know what? If you don't get any money back, then congratulations for doing it really well. Uh, but all of you, I would always get a second, third, fourth opinion uh, when you're in the money conversation. Awesome. John Howard's down there. Mistake, John. Uh, yeah, you may want to talk to Ron and just tell him, yeah, you didn't think you needed help and you got 37000 back. So unless you're reading 83,000 pages of tax code and keeping up with this, you know, volatility of what's in the market right now, there's some interesting stuff like rarely. Do, and, you know, John, you know, my accountant. Right. And we're, you know, at a lot of levels, you think pretty audacious in our spending. We're not. I'm probably extremely conservative, but I'm buying one of those Broncos, John, because you know what? Those who buy those new Broncos, they fit the gross vehicle weight for 100% deduction. So if that little baby comes in, well, we're owners, so hopefully it won't come in. I don't know, 40, 50, 60 grand, 100% tax deduction year one. So excited. does have to be a new vehicle, though. So a lot of fun stuff. I mean, we want to get your basis down to zero, If uh, for those of you who can. So... Take some uh, notes. Hope you did. Uh, we will have this up. Uh, it'll go on a podcast this Friday, right, Thomas? Yep. The team will get this. And again, for those of you who have not yet done so, go to askbull.com slash lucky to get involved in our social sharing contest. Again, we'll get the opportunity to win $15,000 towards coaching programs. This is a contest that is based on intention. See how we play it like that? Uh, so other than that, Laurel, uh, they'll see the podcast follow up on uh, this Friday. And we have three more weeks. Everyone uh, bring calendar for next week. And we will look forward to seeing you there. Yep. Um, Ron said the link is broke. So do you want to just put the link back up? Try it again, Ron. Uh, put our phone number in too. Molly can help you get that fixed, Ron. Uh, we absolutely want you in this. Uh, it's just fun. The, the contests and campaigns we do are honestly for fun. Uh, we give money away and super cool. Uh, something you just said, uh, you know, around our crashes. So we have some extraordinary cryptocurrency and digital currency experts. We know that there will be crashes. I think all of you know. So again, stay tuned. We'll let you know. I'll say that. We plan on, it's so fun. I just heard from Harry Dent today, world leading economist. I love that man. We traveled all over the world together. He's been doing a lot of work in Australia, um, actually out of Florida uh, and out of Puerto Rico. 
where he is back and forth. And uh, we'll be doing some work with him in the crypto space. But a lot of ours say there will be a dip. If you aren't aware of market makers, there will be a forced dip for another buy-in. Uh, coming soon. So stay tuned. Uh, we will always be on the forefront of a lot of those conversations and changes. Uh, and I think the market will be doing the same. So again, there'll be some awesome dips so you can get in at lower marks. Uh, but what is uh, coin? You probably know right now. I don't have it up. What's, uh, what's crypto today? We almost hit, well, we hit 60 over the weekend. I think right now it's around 55 is what it's been hovering at. But I think uh, right now it's 55, 6. Laura, you got yours, what, 4,000, 5,000? Yeah, I got some at four, some at nine, and some uh, just right at eight, just under 18. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I kind of bought it at three different levels. Actually, I got some way, 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 way back in the day. I don't even remember. It was like a couple hundred bucks. I mean, but I unfortunately then, you know, I was one of those. <laughs> I'm not, nah, so I didn't buy enough way back then. <laughs> but it's great. And I can tell you the best way to buy it is through your Roth. So that rolls up tax-free, tax-deferred. So again, just to get through the chats. Next week, we're having uh, another marketplace, and then we're moving into a three-week part structure instead of every other week. Make sure you're in the graduate marketplace and come back and sell. You should always be back there making money. I mean, for those of you that, like, really understand self-management and, like, if I was you and I sat in your shoes knowing what I've taught you to do, whether you're doing it or not, I'd show up every other Friday afternoon, make a couple hundred bucks, thousand bucks. I'd get out there on Saturday, make another couple thousand. Remember, your whole goal is to get buyers, low in buyers. You could easily get 10, 20 buyers every time you show up to one of our events. And if you're not, you're not listening to what we're doing and repeat it. Just repeat it and repeat it until it becomes a habit where you just know how to turn it on, turn it off, make some money, go away, come back, make some money, go away, have a bunch of buyers in your database. It's critical. It's critical. You guys get that pattern. Yes. Rinse and repeat. And Kent wants to know where you get uh, information about the real estate tour. Uh, put in our phone number. You can call in, ask uh, Molly, Kristen, uh, Lavelle, and a brand new teammate we got. Uh, Chelsea is out there. So uh, the real estate tour is here in Reno, Nevada. Again, five topics, all educational. A lot of people want it to be an investment opportunity. There won't be. It's not here. Uh, there'll be some massive opportunities. But again, you know, you've got to be highly accredited and have run a lot of experience. But in topical, you will get information on how do you do, uh, again, just for one more round, uh, university housing, small food franchises, the real estate side of small food franchises, a lawyer about how to do sophisticated deal structure, syndications, SEC, uh, which is security exchange stuff, how you do your deals, uh, solar which will be like three times what you normally see as far as becoming your own utility company and huge manufacturing on a very specific kind of home that you are going to see become smart homes across the country. And the manufacturing facility is 40 minutes outside of Reno. So yes, you will get on a bus. We will be on a, we'll be uh, out and back in no time and back to Reno for a wrap up. So very cool tour. So Kent, we'd love to have you come on out. Uh, quick trip. I think you're in Colorado, Mr. Kent. Uh, you chickened out when it was 1800. Laurel, can you say that number real quick for those of us blanking out? Uh, which number? The office number for the real estate tour. It's 775 588 588 And ask for uh, just any talk to uh, someone on the registration team about the real estate tour. And any of those amazing women can help you get signed up. 
All right. So uh, next week, bring a calendar. Seriously, it's going to be fun. We're going to future pace. And I'm going to leave you with the coolest homework assignment one of my mentors ever gave me. And unless you do it, you won't get it. You won't get future pacing unless you do it. And it's a little kind of grueling once you do it. I'll say it that way. And then you you can't not do it. <laughs> you, you're going to have to do it because you're going to enjoy the freedom of having a schedule paced way out in advance. And we pace way out in advance as well. I mean, our, our events are scheduled through the beginning of July at this point. And uh, as we head into April, we will probably do the end of the year. And so you say, well, what are you going to do all year? Uh, exactly what our calendar says. You get up and you do it. You say, what if you're not in the mood? You get in self state. You get in state. And you do it because you have people counting on you to do it. And if you say you want to help people's lives, you need to serve them, which means you need to sell them. And if you're not having cash flow because you're not selling, which means you're not serving, put all that together and you need to be making money. So with that, we're going to sign off. Thomas, thank you. Steve in the background, our whole team. Thanks for being here. Hope you enjoyed today. Did you enjoy today's conversation? Was that helpful and uh, a little distinctively different? Give me a yes if it was. Mel, make sure you text me and the rest of you, we will be seeing you soon. Big table, folks. Remember, four o'clock laser call today, every Tuesday, four o'clock. Those of you who are in specialized other kinds of programs like Mel and a lot of Lord, a few of you, we have a special coaching call tomorrow. If you don't know about it, again, call into the office 11 to 12. We have a very special coaching call for those of you that are in private sessions with a variety of our people. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And we'll be signing off. Thanks for listening to the Real Money Talks podcast. Your host has been Laurel Langmire, author of five New York Times bestsellers, money expert on Dr. Phil, CNN, CNBC, The Street TV, Fox News, and The View. Want to learn more about off-Wall Street investing, tax strategies, and multi-million dollar business strategies? Visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast for past episodes, show notes, and resources. For some special wealth building gifts only for Laurel's podcast listeners, visit liveoutloud.com slash podcast gifts. Do you have a burning question for Laurel? Visit asklaurel.com to submit your question, and it may just be covered on a podcast episode. So stay tuned and be sure to subscribe to get new episodes every week. Oh, 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 oh,